0: Inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing. Then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. The title that I... So I had a couple of ideas, and I think I shared them all with you. But the first one that I really liked the most was Feeling It Out. Oh, yeah, you did. I thought that was great. Feeling It Out with Connor and Kyle or Kyle and Connor. I haven't decided which which is better. Which is better? So I would like to... I kept going back and forth. I would like to declare that I usually prefer being second a secondary feature. Okay. Though Connor and Kyle they both sound better good, than I think. Kyle and Connor. They both do sound good. So you here, here was my defense for Kyle and Connor Hit me. is that it that sounds like a period is that it ends. It's a, uh, Oh, good point. Feeling, feeling it out with Kyle and Connor <clears throat> done. I'm done. I'm moving out. I'm yeah. done. Whereas Connor feeling it out with Kyle, yeah, feeling it out with Connor and gotcha. Kyle, what else? What, what's coming? What's there? So at first, I was like, uh, feeling it out with Connor and Kyle. Well, that's what we want. We want it to feel like, ooh, what's coming? What's next? Because it feels that way. No, I like the punctuation. I like it better. I think that's uh, that works Kyle for me Connor. both ways. So, yeah, cool. So, feeling it out with Kyle and Connor. Yep. The other one I like though was arts and minds or minds and arts. I like that one, but feeling it out to me is. Sounds better as a title. I thought it would be good too because, like, when we get to the segment of like, okay, I just talked about the thing I'm feeling. Now let's feel it out, Ooh. and like, yeah, we we do it. So, so I think that's what we'll call it. Okay. Does that work for you? That works for me. Okay, cool. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. And I also haven't decided <laughs> if it would be like, um, uh, like a music bed pre-packaged intro that's like, like ding, ding ding. Hey, I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. And this is feeling it out where we talk about blah, blah, blah. Enjoy the show. And then we just go in or, Hmm. or you think it should just be like a theme song. I haven't decided yet. I'm, I'm a fan of theme song and then custom and, 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 uh, uh, fresh intros. Okay. So just like, uh, so like we have, we have our, our intro music play uh and all this stuff. And even if we have, uh, no, I like us just I like starting saying it like, Hey, it's this welcome back to another episode of, well, I guess you could do that even with, it could just be like a, a one second, you know, like ding, 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 ding. And then that's it. Or just something. Yeah. Or like, that's my preference. Okay. Cause there's other styles where you do like a cold open mm-hmm. where you just kind of are like getting a part of their conversation and then like a funny, like it comes to a head or a joke and then the theme song and then we come back yeah which I'm I can be a fan of those two in moderation uh-huh. I think every time not that I have an issue with it but I prefer that be like a nice like especially if we have a really odd or interesting thing right off the cusp like oh that's that's how this episode's going to be okay I think that could be cool okay so like okay So, either way, we don't have the theme song written. We don't have anything. So, So. Feeling It Out. Welcome to Feeling It Out with Kyle and Connor. I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. And we're going to feel it out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is going to be a show where, uh, I I mean, I guess we should introduce ourselves right off the top. I'm Kyle Leone. Um, I have another podcast called The Gory Days. And... uh, I mean, God, this could probably feed right into our first theme, which is I don't know what to call myself. Yes. Like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm a writer, but I'm not even satisfied saying that. I guess I'm a podcaster, um, but that feels like self masturbatory too. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm Kyle and I'm a creator. There we go. And uh, I'm Connor. I had another podcast that right now is dead in the water. So we we'll, won't we'll talk about that, but it's also on make comments. Yeah also make comics, that's the main thing. I have the benefit of knowing what I've wanted to do since I was like seven, so I am an illustrator. Okay. And it's miserable, and I love it so much. Like, I guess in that sense, I'm an ex-musician. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you do. So You've never say heard creative. me play any <laughs> No, but that's why I'd say that you're a creative is the best title for you because you, you I, I can tell you no know music. Thank you. It's just the frustration I feel is how how nebulous that title is right creator. But like, I think that's, I I think because you don't do music as much, I wouldn't say that was the, like if you were to, if you were at a, a fucking hang meet up, whatever. And someone says, what do you do? I would, if someone asked me and pointed to you and said, what does Kyle do? I'd say, Oh, he's a writer. Really? Yes. Like oh, why? why? Why would you say that? Well, how dare you? I know. <laughs> why I'm would sorry. you lie? Because it's fun. No, because I I don't know if you're lying or not. That's I'm not lying. I feel like no. I mean, I in my heart, I yeah. don't know if I've decided whether you're, you're lying. Oh, about, I see. Am I a writer or aren't I? Is he telling the truth about no, myself? I feel like I know. Well, I, I you. know I am because for me, it maybe it's just there's a thing about writers where you can. I found you can tell by the way that they talk if how they it reflects their writing. I feel like people who write a lot, uh, like I, I can't know if we should be name dropping people, but like some mm, might probably not, no, probably not. Yeah, some of our best friends, one of our coworkers, we uh-huh. spend a lot of time with. Too, you can tell the way that that we all speak. It's not like we're using sophisticated words or evolved communication forms. Especially me, I suck at that. But just the way we narrate things, anything, everything seems different to me than someone who does not write, okay, and that's nothing on anybody it just seems different you're referring to like how they can uh watch a piece of content and be able to deconstruct it and no I mean like in basic conversation oh, oh, okay. like oh what did you do this morning well like and and that that whole thing everyone's is different oh wow, but I feel like I'll notice that in a person, but then when they say, Oh, I do writing, I go, Oh, okay. So you are a you're a writer then. See, that's the problem. Is like when you, <laughs> you say you don't like the label? No, yeah. Cause when you say, Oh, if I were to walk into a room and I go, like, yeah, I'm a writer, I feel that I am two seconds away from having to prove that somehow. Oh. And I don't know how to prove that. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe no one's to, to think that to go into a conversation as like a contest like okay well i'm going to run in there and i'm going to do this maneuver right. and they're going to be impressed by that like that's so self-defeating that i'm damning. setting yeah i'm setting yeah. myself up for failure and in the other sense like when i say i'm a podcaster i feel so much more confident cuz cuz it's something that i've just been doing without like Are you comfortable with well yeah, just because I've been doing it. I mean, and and I guess also, that's the secret, you know? It's the 10,000 hours is that, like, once yeah. you just do something that you think you're terrible at enough, you, you can, you've done that thing. You, you are you, you intrinsically can, better yes. than you were. It, here's what I, I guess I would say is that, yeah, that the idea of having to prove it, I mean, I can't even imagine that would be. I've also Let's never make sure we're talking think about, about ourselves. Yeah, I feel, I feel a thread getting away from me for a second there. I, I feel, because I've never had to do that. I mean, I draw. I for a long time I didn't want to show anyone my drawings, which is to all the art to all the visual artists out there, that is a hurdle that you just need to get over. And I will thank social media in this regard, because Instagram got me so comfortable showing any like I will good, doodle bad garbage and be like, Oh yeah, the picture. And everyone's like, whoa. And I'm like, no. But I mean, but because I I got used to putting my art on Instagram, I mean, ev- then everyone can go see it and be like, that sucks. And I just have to be okay with that. I mean, but uh, sorry, just just before I lose my point, I guess that the, I've never felt like I've needed to prove that, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Can we focus on your side? So like from, from a non-visually artistic person Hmm. to a artistic person, I feel like there's this instant appreciation for their ability to use the same tools that I have hands arms eyes and yet you can look at someone's like really nice drawing of a cube and you're like oh wow you're awesome how'd you get so good like it's it's there's this disconnect for it, it, that um, okay in my experience from hmm. my opinion in my perspective there's a disconnect for uh writing that's like anyone could like i write I write all the time. Anyone can write. You can sit down and you can like write a funny story, but drawing something, that's instantly you can see if it's good or bad. Instantly. But if I hand you a 30-page script, it's harder to you have tell. no idea if it's good or bad yet. You just saw that I did it. I think And I wonder if you experienced that. I I have, but I'd argue that it's it is easier to mask bad writing for some reason people just are more okay with it. Yeah. But obviously if you see something, you can tell if someone fucked up someone's proportions, there's something innate in humanity that says, wow, their arms are long. And that freaks me out. And that's, I, I've just felt that it's so, it's so easy to, to notice it when you have no idea. Cause everyone, everyone visualizes things. G- generally, everyone visualizing the same way. If you see a person that's the you thing. can identify their outfits, their hair, If oh I noticed that that person's feet look a little larger than well I I also look at weird shit like that but like I feel like people can notice that really easily whereas if you if you write something it's everyone's idea of what how to how to construct a concept or how to put something into words is so different that if you see someone else's sometimes you could think it's really great and technically, and I mean according to writing technic, tech, technique, technicality, tech, <laughs> tech, well, writing techniques, it's, it's just not, it's not, but you can still be like, wow, that's really cool. I mean, it, that happens with art too. Well, I see, I think I see the point that you're making is that like every audience member, whether they're viewing a piece of art or a TV show is an expert. Right. And they can look at a piece of art and pinpoint immediately, oh, those fingers look weird. Uh, like, those should be better. And in their mind, whether or not they're admitting it, I do this. Whether or not I'm admitting it, I go, I could probably do a good job of doing that. I'm a person, and I would, like, if an artist, quote, unquote, looked at a tree, and I looked at a tree, we're looking at the same tree. So, like, until they paint something, I feel like I could do it just as well. And with like TV, I do that all the time, too. It's so easy to watch one act, two acts of a film, and then feel like you could write a better third act oh, yeah. because they did all the work for you already. You, they didn't have to come up with the idea in a vacuum and then spend all this time. Like, I do that all the time, and, I, and I, I feel like it's why I'm afraid to call myself a writer because anyone can do what I'm doing. And it's just the fact that I'm doing it that makes me a writer. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. because I tell people too. i I was hanging out with a friend last night, and she had an iPad with Procreate on it, which is like my how gross are we being on this? Anyone podcast? can oh that. Oh, you mean like shit and fuck? I think we said that earlier. Th- that's like my wet dream is to have an iPad with a fucking procreate on it I could play with because it's it I finally got to use one last night for the first time. It's so great. That, awesome. That being said. I was talking about her art and she was like, Oh, I mean, I, I'm not really an artist though. And I said, You literally drew, but you drew though. And I'm looking at it and I like it. So then, so you're just not an artist then? Yeah. Cause for me, that's unfortunate. Cause I feel like people are denying themselves that identity if they want it because they don't think that they can do it because they're, they only do it a certain amount or maybe they don't do know it what as you much. Do? Do you think you do that? No, no. Okay, because I'm an artist. I identify that way all the time. Okay, unless I'm feeling shame about other stuff. I'm I'm primarily an artist, and I don't think I'm the best artist. And I've definitely put in my ten thousand hours. That's what I want to talk. So, like, where did you, you always knew you I, were an artist? I the only other... okay that's awesome. When I was a child, I wanted to con- I wanted to conduct trains, and then I found out how boring that can be. And Thomas uh, the Tank Engine made it look glamorous. That literally, <laughs> is what it was. It was literally Thomas the Tank Engine. I was like, I want to do that, and and then I remember actually one day my dad was like, I just want to let you know oh. what that means, and he sh- and he like showed me what a train looked like today and not a steam engine. I'm like, that is significantly less fun. Yeah, and and I was already drawing by that point. But I was just drawn drawing for trains. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. drawing trains, and and after that, I was like, "Well, I like making comics, so I, I'll just do that." I literally, I'll just do that. And, and, and no self judgment. No, like, oh, that's a stupid career. I got to get oh, my no. MBA. But the different, I think the the benefit that I had is that both of my parents were creatives, and okay. so they when they found out I wanted to do that, they nurtured it. They didn't push it. They weren't. They obviously they would say, "Oh, we're, we're getting you an art class." And I didn't always want to do it, but they never sat me down and said, you need to draw today for five hours. You need to get your, like, this is, if this give you life, like, you But you did that for yourself. I did that for myself. They just encouraged it when it happened and they gave me the opportunity to get better. So for me, that's literally been my identity for as long as I've been able to craft my own identity. Okay, so maybe this might get away from uh, self-titling, which I guess has become the theme of this episode, but (laughs) your parents supported you but didn't necessarily tell you you are so talented and you have a gift from God and you have a duty to share this gift with the world. Because that's what my parents did about music. Huh. I was told constantly, and I'm still told, and I'm still frankly having to undo a lot of what they still say is this... Deluge of praise that has nothing to do with how hard I'm working or my effort or the things that I want to do. It's what I'm already good at, what I was right. born good at, and that that's my path and it must be. And if and the religion part, honestly, is a whole separate deal, but yeah, if, like if you choose something else, like, no, that's not an option. This was your gift. I mean, and that probably is why. Our, our ideas of identity are so different because it, it sounds, and I'll just speak for me, but that's the reason when I see someone having an interest in something, I said, no, own that. Do that if you want to do it. If you want to walk around calling yourself an illustrator and you've been drawing for two days, I'm not going to get offended. I think that's great. Join the team. The team, the game sucks. Yeah. The teams are fun. If you want to be in it, like, do it. That's awesome. But that's also because that's what my parents were doing. And I remember even when I was applying for colleges... My parents are like, Connor, we just want you to know that this is an expensive career in an expensive school where you pay a lot of money and you see little turnover. We just want to warn you that we think it's still a good thing. And I said, No, I want to do that. Now I'm suffering debt. Where did you go? If you don't want me asking, I went to the Art Institute of Boston, which is different than the Art Institute conglomerate which was very confusing. No, there's actually a series of art schools, visual art schools called the Art Institutes. You sound like you've had to explain this a lot. Yes, because (laughs) the Art Institute is essentially, which I, again, having gone to community college later, is essentially like telling someone, I got a degree at a community college. Generally, people look down on that. Yeah, they do. And I think that's based on the person and their intellect, not exactly where they went. The crafting of their intellect can be substantial to their work. Yes, I've had to explain it because I'll tell people that, and they're like, oh, yeah, I had a brother who went to the Art Institute, like, I understand, and they treat it like now my whole life as a hobby. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, man, fuck you. Even if I did go to the Art Institute of Art Institutes, if that's what I love, fuck off. See, that's so fascinating. That's so foreign to me, the idea of, like, like, I went to UCSB. I went to UC Santa Barbara and I got a degree in music. UCSB has a good music department oh, yeah. and and that you know like when I say UCSB that I graduated from there people yeah eyebrows eyebrows go up and it's nice. And when I like to think about being a writer I feel like I am, I am like casting away all of those things that my mom and my grandma and my dad were telling oh, me, and I'm, see. I'm, I'm being rebellious to them, and I don't identify as rebellious. But now suddenly, if I don't do the thing that they tell me I'm supposed to do, now I'm the bad guy against myself. So like, with all of that, how could I possibly keep wanting to be a writer? I must be so crazy. <laughs> oh man! Well, here's here's the argument. That's a nugget. That's feeling that it is out. a nugget. Let's feel that Let's out. Let's feel that out. Okay. Because here's what the idea, the concept I'd like to present to you. Because as we've talked about before, I've worked in the coffee co- uh-huh. the coffee industry for eight years. God, which is that blows a my third mind. of my life. I've only the longest I've worked anywhere was two years. And, and I, see, that sounds like heaven because that would be my time being like and we're nuts. So <laughs> that being said, I was admittedly good at what I did. After eight years. After eight years, one would hope so. But even even in my first shop, I was rising through the ranks very quickly. I, I just, because of a list of things that I don't think are healthy for most humans, I was good at customer service. Part of me obviously enjoyed it, even if that was my masochistic side. But it's something I stuck with so long, and I was so good at it, and it was getting to the point where I had people saying, oh, we'll just have you run this place, or oh, we'll do this and that, because you you obviously you do this, you're like you, which is validating, but I didn't want to do that for my life. I wasn't drawing. And so the idea I'd present to you is that and it is different. But well, what worked for you? What worked for me is saying as much as I could feel like I'm letting these people down, or as much as my career path in selling or customer service could be exponential. It's just, it's just not who I want to be. And I want to be an artist and you do let some of those people down, but but it's important to be yourself and those people who don't appreciate that. I know it sounds super cliche, but fuck them because they don't appreciate you enough or understand that idea and that concept of you. And again, I haven't actually heard really any of your, music unless you did the music bed for gory days which i'm assuming I did, you did yeah so that's <laughs> literally my idea of your music and that it's good you should hear some of my funnier stuff i would love <laughs> to <laughs> I, I did a song uh, in uh college that was supposed to be a combination of a christmas carol and a scooby-doo chase song uh and you are, have a beautiful i'd love mind. to show you that <laughs> you have a fucking beautiful mind. we even did a music video <laughs> yeah and i'm in my underwear at one point Oh, I immortalized. Need to see that. Yeah. So maybe so, we'll put that up on the website or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But that, but that being said, obviously you have a talent for it. Thank obviously you. people supported you, and maybe they supported you more than you were comfortable with. I don't know, but I think that it's important to know where you're willing to cross the line. If that's not who you want to be, then then finding your identity is really important. My one of my best friends composes music. That's all he does, and it's amazing. However, in his upbringing. His parents were very like, This is your path. This is your destiny. We're doing it. Sounds like a lot like how your parents were, but they were so strict. And he, but but because he loved music so much, he did it. Mm-hmm. And he's talked about how he had like a rough time in childhood with it for sure, but he's made it to where he wants to be. And he because he identifies in his heart as a musician. Yeah. I think the fact that you're having a nebulous about your identity to me proves that that's something you still need to explore. Yeah. And while you can be a musician, you can be a writer, I think really when it gets down to how you identify yourself is it's based on who, what crowd you're with, what you want them to know, how you feel in that moment. I mean, shit, there are some times where I specifically say, oh, I'm a comic book artist, as opposed to saying I'm an illustrator. Sometimes say I do graphic design. Sometimes you say storyboard. Yes, and sometimes I say storyboard. And it depends on who I'm talking with, what I think contextually is relevant. And that's just my own mind but that's just the concept i like to present to you or anyone listening who feels that is i think that's a really important thing so in terms of identity you kind of have this like rotating wheel of options that yeah. you kind of amend depending on the room yeah huh and they all come back to That idea of me being an artist. Yeah. I think at the core of it is that you feel confident enough in your abilities that you can call yourself any of those because you can do them. Right. And and you believe you can do them. Yeah. I don't know if I believe I can do these things. Which is fair. And that that does put up a block. But uh, that can't stop me from getting better. Because if the only, like, as long as I keep whimming and hawing about like, oh, I'm not good enough to call myself blank, then I never will be. You know? Yeah. You need to put in that time, which is hard. You got to put in the time of writing stuff that's frankly bad. Like you have to be okay with writing something that's like this isn't good. Like I am always astonished when I'm watching something on Disney Plus and that you're like that is like why did that happen <laughs> what is that like oh my god that's what, like what half of my other podcast is dedicated uh, to is like how the fuck did this uh, get, get made? through like, yeah. yeah and then just like on paper like what that leap of logic and and I, I treat my own writing like well it has to be elevated than that it mm. has to make sense and every little thing has to be a callback like it all has to be this tight little thing when the truth is that American horror story fucking sucks. <laughs> it does suck and <laughs> I mean 1984 specifically. <laughs> Fucking sucked. And it got made and a lot of people got paid to work on that. And, and on that note, <laughs> you you all should check out Gory Days because my <laughs> oh. introduction to his podcast was American Horror Story and I personally love hate watching things. So I was like, <laughs> like It was so is, bad. Oh, yeah, so it sounded awful. And and that that can have like a double-edged sword too cuz when I seek out bad things, my confidence skyrockets. I like to read uh, oh, what website is it? The not the blacklist, but uh, like simply scripts. I think there's a website where people can just put their scripts up online, and I will intentionally try to seek out some of the worst rated Ooh, ones to I make like me you. feel better about my writing. Here's, I don't want to cut off your point. Sure. Here's the thing I would say, though, is that I, I I have learned, especially this last even half a year, that it's so important to have that, but to have the good sense to know when that confidence should end. Yes, My comic that hopefully will come out soon, which is called Spellslinger, I am doing a plug, but for the sake yeah, of no. this conversation, I am going to do it. This podcast is brought to you by Spellslinger. <laughs> but that comic is definitely not my best work. Mm. However do I think it's better than a lot of trash I've seen on TV? Yes. And the reason that I'm going through with it, because there were so many times I wanted to put it down, was because I would be watching TV with a friend and we're like, how the fuck did this get through? Those characters make no sense. And I thought, well, if that went through and this dude, this lady, whoever is sitting on that IP, why the fuck can't I at least try that? Because if anything, I'll know that mine is at least one tier better than that. Yes. So obviously I can at least get the fucking story out there. Yes. Have you finished other comics? No, this okay. is literally this is first my one. first one that I'm, I'm, so I'm doing the lettering now. Okay. Um, uh, when this is done, this will be the the literally the furthest I've gone with any project in my life. That's amazing. So why Thank this you. one? uh, you know, it's funny, um, I picked this one because I thought that it was a lot of my other stories are they 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 end all my stories end, but they're written in huge chunks. I like think I told you one of my other comics the first volume it's like 230 pages wow and that's awesome but the pressure of putting that out is insane and spellslinger is broken down into like 30 to 40 page issues okay so that's a much more chewable goal yeah. for me and the other thing is that it i purposely went into it dealing with themes that or issues that I had been dealing with so it was also very relatable to me. Right what you know. Yeah, and I love westerns. So I, it was all it was all for me like a very good stepping stone into this and I also firmly believe especially to any comic book artists out there but really this relates to anyone who's trying to put out a story I think it's a good practice to love your stories to put all your faith in that first one and have a little voice that checks in once a week that says, you know that this could go nowhere. And, and that's a good thing. And do you ignore that voice and no. do it anyway? you do it anyway, but you accept that voice because mm. it really could, and it's an important thing to know that it might not, but I believe that if you get it out there, you break that wall in your head of, I can't do this, and you were like, oh, I did do it. No one read it, but... I have other ideas. Something's got to stick. Yeah. and it, You're talking about just getting it done. Yeah. Whether or not it's good, just finish it. Yeah, because all those fucking TV shows out there, I'm going to name a few that I love, but Go like, like Once Upon a Time or fucking like the American Flash. Horror Story 1984 <laughs> or The Flash or I don't want to just ram on CW, but a lot of those shows that I still love, sometimes I'm like, who the fuck got this out there? But they did it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing they're it. They're still doing it. Do the thing. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. I, I feel I totally identify with that, and I take it one step further of, like, I want to make things that I want to see that mm. aren't on TV right now or in movies. I and, it's, and I'm frustrated because I'm not seeing these things. I'm not seeing uh, homosexual characters be the lead where it's incidental, and maybe they get the guy, and it's not that, like, important. Uh, I want to see, like, the high, the highest praise I can give right now is um to She-Ra on Netflix. Oh, yes, so or, good. Or 12 Forever on yeah. uh, Netflix. Like, both of these have these amazing themes that they're playing with for a show that's ostensibly directed at kids. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what I want. Honestly, I I want to make the next Steven Universe. I want to make a show that has no business being as, like, informative emotionally emotionally informative like that show specifically like taught me uh, 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 it didn't teach me but it like metastasized some of the things that like i'd been wondering and to know that like rebecca sugar had found a way to distill her life into these themes and then repurpose them for a show is so admirable like i guess at the core of it all like when i was a kid i thought i wanted to be immortal I thought the thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to write a song that was so catchy that people sang it beyond my death Whoa. and that people would be singing this song for years like Beethoven, like yeah. like Mariah Carey, for God's sake. All I Want for Christmas is You is going to exist well beyond her. Into infinitum. Exactly. Like, there are songs we launched into space for aliens to listen to. Like, Weird to me, but yeah. <laughs> I think we sent one of the Beatles songs. We, we did. Yeah. And so on the Saturn V rocket. And so like that used to be the thing that I thought was super important to me is that like, before I die, I want to put something out in the world that will live beyond me. Uh, and that's changed. And like, maybe it's because I've just grown or matured or whatever, but now, now all I want is to make some piece of content to be understood before I die. I want to make something that people can watch and they go, Oh, that's Kyle. That's who he is. And saying it out loud sounds like I'm setting myself up for (laughs) absolute destruction because there are three perspectives that any story goes through. There's the writer's perspective, there's the director's perspective, who takes the writer's script and interprets those words on his own, and then there's the audience's perspective, which doesn't care about the first two at all. No, You could put something out there, and the audience will create their own headcanon, maybe to make up for stuff that you <laughs> knew was bad, and, and it'll blossom into something that the writer never thought, that the director never thought, and sometimes when the writer and director are the same person, that's, that's nice, but like... That collaboration that that results in people kind of accept uh, kind of taking it to be their own makes it seem like I'll never be understood. Or if I am, I don't know. I don't know. Why is that so important to me? Here's. Well, I did notice. I'd like to also say for the people who don't know us, which would be a lot of people. I don't know, I've known each other for, for in my head, it seems like a really long time. Yeah. Like, it's been like four months. We, yeah, maybe. no, it's, it's interesting. We don't know each other that well, no. but I'm really looking forward to getting to know you and, better. And same here. Yeah. So when we say things like, you know, I just noticed you did this, that's because we're really learning that. What did so I do? What did I, I do? I just noticed, and this is not a criticism, but your 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 ideas around your identity. And this is coming from someone who, again, which I also obsess over my identity, but in such a different way. It's just so interesting to me and so admirable that you want to create something that puts yourself out there to be understood. Cause I'm the person on the other end where I'm like mask all traces of Connor. This has nothing to do with me. Even though this is, if anyone who, who's known me for more than a year reads one of my comments are like, Oh yeah. Like that's, you don't want them to go like, Oh, that's a reference to this thing in his life. Right. I want people to read it and think, Oh man, I felt that like, that would be cool for me. But to me, it's, it's, it's admirable to want to do that because it's such to me, it's such a scary thing. Yeah, I guess I'll uh, close the episode with just one comic idea that I had a long time ago that communicated my anxiety is um, in the first panel, dude's asleep. Second panel, fire alarm goes off and he wakes up and he's brushing his teeth and there's a fire alarm in the background and he's driving to work and in the car there's a fire alarm and he's sitting at his desk and there's a fire alarm some coworkers come over and say hey we're going to go to lunch do you want to come with us and he says no i'm all right there's a fire alarm blaring he goes home he eats dinner there's a fire alarm and finally when he lays down and goes to sleep the fire alarm stops wow that resonated with me a lot that was uh, a comic idea i had that like i just want people to understand you know I yeah i don't want to scare you. <laughs> you do realize fun. that right that sounds fun because i it's like just that I a, deal it's what? just like a six panels or something like yeah. that yeah something super easy but Fuck. um yeah so thanks for listening to the first episode of feeling it out uh with kyle and connor yeah we'll, um we'll be we'll be back next week, next week. are we doing them weekly yeah okay we cool. weekly let's do it every yeah. other week thanks for joining in guys we'll see you later see ya feeling it out